Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. Our intent is for these messages to encourage your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. The young men were only 18 or 19 years old. Only a few months before, most had never been away from home. Now they were hundreds of miles out to sea, and they were scared. These young men were headed to France, and they knew that they would be going into combat. But the transit from New York to a port in France would take about three weeks. Three long weeks to think about what was to come, and to come to terms with the certainty that many of them would never see home again. The air inside the ship was often hot and stuffy. The smell of machine oil, cooking odors, and hundreds of passengers made the air seem thick. Many preferred to spend time out on the deck in the fresh sea air, especially in the mornings and the evenings. Soon, a regular group began meeting in the evenings near one of the anti-aircraft guns. While other gatherings on board became rowdy dice games or poker games, this one was not. The gathering on deck was calm and quiet as men thoughtfully asked questions and listened for answers. Those questions centered on one central question. Who is Jesus? Many of the young soldiers knew nothing about the Bible, had never been told about Jesus or of his love. They thought of Jesus as a curse word. But now, as they sailed closer and closer to Europe, death was no longer a distant shadow for old age, but a very real possibility in a very short period of time. They were facing a truth and a fear that they had never really considered. They needed answers, and they needed hope. That was why they gathered on the deck each evening around the anti-aircraft gun to ask questions of fellow soldiers, those that were their young comrades but had been taught the story of Jesus and was willing to share what they knew. They tried to guide them through the process of beginning to read the small Bibles the army had given them, and they began to learn about the God of heaven. But just over the horizon, coming ever closer, was the battlefield. For many, the search for God had become urgent. In this podcast, we have talked about some of the letters that the Apostle Paul wrote to the believers and to his friends. We've talked about the personal nature of the letters to Timothy, or Paul's rebuke of some of the things going on in the church in Corinth. But we have not talked much about the letter Paul wrote to the believers in the city of Philippi. One of the opening phrases from that letter says, For you are partakers with me of grace. With arms open wide, Paul embraces the group in a statement of love and caring. Paul says that whatever blessings I have received from God, you are participants in that as well. Remember that one of the central ideas of the good news, the gospel, is that the people of God are blessed. In past podcasts, we have noted the places in the Bible where that word takes center stage. Jesus spoke of blessings as he began his sermon on the mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. The book of Psalms begins with the word Blessed. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners 
or sit in the seat of the scoffer. In this letter, Paul wants the believers in Philippi to connect with that blessing, that grace of God. But it is the context of the statement that makes it even more remarkable. Paul is writing to them while under arrest in Rome. In fact, one of the best descriptions of this time in his life is found in the book of Philippians as well. As he says, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Paul not only indicates that he is writing from his confinement, but the secondary effect that it has had. The imperial guard, or other translations use the word praetorian guard, like many military and police forces that are close to the center of power, there were times when the guardsmen would have been called upon for crowd control, political dirty tricks, covering up scandals, and witnessing every kind of evil a leader like Caesar could think of. In contrast, one of the assignments for this force was to guard a man that made no attempt to escape, caused no problems, did not curse them or his fate, and spent his time talking about love. Imagine how different and how coveted that guard post with Paul must have become. The young American soldiers on board the ship would have found many things in common with those Roman soldiers guarding Paul. Many of the same questions must have been asked. Many of the same fears and doubts must have been expressed. But the only real answers to those questions and doubts can be found from one source, the gospel message from God. The problem for soldiers headed to France was finding someone to guide them. For the Roman soldiers, they had Paul to guide them. He talked to them about the God of heaven. He talked to them about the love of God and hope that would defeat death. He talked to them about caring for others, no matter their status or background, and letting go of hate. These were ideas and thoughts completely unheard of in the first century culture in Rome. But even beyond that, Paul wanted them to know about what they could be a part of. We know this because that was what Paul said about the believers in Philippi. Paul wrote, It is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. The last part of the statement mentions two ideas that need emphasis. One is the word knowledge, and the other is the word discernment. In simple terms, one is learning something, and the other is putting it into practice. But saying it that way misses the connection Paul has with the people of Philippi. 
He writes that he yearns for them with, quote, the affection of Christ. To learn about Jesus and his love is one facet, but the application is also necessary. This is part of what is meant by discernment. Paul did not indicate that the Praetorian Guard had become believers, but that they had heard the story, and they knew where to find the spiritual answers. However, how many became believers is not known. It is known that some in the Roman army did become believers in Jesus, and later many were killed for that very conviction. But both the knowledge and the practical discernment are needed to forge the connection that Paul is describing, the connection with Christ and with his people. So the story is similar, whether it is the Roman soldiers, the people of Philippi, or the young Americans headed to Europe. They all realized their own mortality. The same is true today. While we might not be headed directly to the front lines of combat, the end result will be similar. We will be confronted with our own death. While Paul could speak to the believers about the blessings, the grace, and the hope of those that know and follow Jesus, there remains many that do not know or have not made that choice. The only way to know the way is to gather on deck and seek the truth. That is what this podcast hopes to do, to provide that first introduction, that gathering out on the deck, provoking further study and questions about the God of heaven. Of the men that took part in those meetings on the deck of that ship, at least 90% would be killed or wounded within the following year. Ask yourself, what conditions must happen to drive you to that deck so that you can hear of the love of God? Come with us up on deck. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.